Have you ever woken up in the dead of night for no apparent reason? Looking around your room, you notice that no moonlight drifts in. Then, as you lay still, your ears pick up an odd sound that confuses you. You cautiously make your way to the window, and there, on the street, is an ox cart. You blink to adjust your vision, only to see the vehicle from distant history is gone. Good evening, and welcome to Small Town Shadows. I am your host, Victoria, and I am here to weave you a tale that is sure to send shivers down your spine. As always, the following account is based on real events. However, the names and locations have been changed to protect the privacy of those involved. Please keep in mind that these narratives are not for the faint of heart and may frighten or disturb you. But now, before you get too comfortable, you should go turn off your lights. It's time to relax, clear your mind, and sip some tea as I take you to the small town of Santa Maria, Nicaragua. Nydia awoke for work and started her morning just as she does every day. She did a few minutes of yoga, then jumped in the shower and rounded out her routine with a bowl of gallo pintos and coffee. As she headed out the door, she yelled up to her mother that it's time to wake up and that she'll see her tonight. And just like that, today is exactly like every other day in Nydia's adult life. Donna Peshova has been suffering from the lasting effects of the dengue hemorrhagic fever which she contracted over a decade ago. She has been mostly bedridden, leaving her to rely heavily on her daughter. This doesn't seem to bother Nydia though, as she likes having a routine and she doesn't believe complaining solves any problems. Soon after dinner, Nydia put her mother to bed but as she turns off the lights, her mother begins to have a seizure. Nydia returned to her mother's side and begins singing a lullaby in her mother's ear to try and soothe and calm her down. After a few moments, Donna is laying still again. Her eyes are unfocused, her body limp and slack-jawed. Assuming the worst had passed, Nydia rose, kissed her mother on her forehead, and turned to leave the room. Suddenly, Donna grasped Nydia's wrist tightly. Her eyes were still unfocused, but she begins whispering something. Nydia crouched down to hear her mother better. Beware the moonless night. Beware la carrera negra. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look! Increasing in volume, Nydia tried to jump away as her mother began screaming don't look into her ear. She tried to free herself from her mother's grasp, but her fingers were unrelenting. 
Then, just as suddenly as the seizure had started, Donna's hand went limp, releasing Nydia's wrist. Her eyes squeezed shut and her mouth closed. Cautiously, Nydia placed her hand on her mother's forehead to see if she had a fever. She did not. Nydia tried shrugging off the incident as a freak seizure and made a mental note to mention it to the doctor on their next visit. Nydia then made her way to her own bedroom, deciding it was a good time to call it a night. As she lowered the bedroom shades, she examined her wrist. The bruises left behind were so deep that she could almost make out her mother's fingerprints. Thinking about the shades, she went to the kitchen to retrieve an ice pack. She wrapped her wrist up, returned to her bedroom, turned off the lights, and crawled into bed. Nydia tossed and turned all night, and she kept waking up every few hours. She tried counting sheep, she did a few yoga stretches, and even tried meditation. Nothing seemed to help her fall and stay asleep. Around the time Nydia reached Sheep 1002, an odd sound met her ears. Her eyes snapped open. Scanning the dark room, Nydia tried controlling her breathing so as to make as little noise as possible. She heard the noise again. Was that a truck? What an odd-sounding truck. Nydia's eyes continued to look around her dark room, but not seeing anything in the darkness that surrounded her. Suddenly, the odd sound rang out again. But this time, it was much louder and closer than before. Nydia sprung upright in her bed, straining her ears to make out the sound better. That's not a truck. Maybe a child's wagon? But why would a child be awake this late and playing? Maybe it was a wheelbarrow? But the sound was so much louder than that. And why does it sound like its wheels are getting stuck rolling over rocks? The street was just freshly paved a week ago. Nydia couldn't make sense of the sounds she was hearing, so she cautiously made her way to the window, not knowing why she was so fearful. She peered out onto the street, noting how difficult it was to see anything. She could barely make out her own car in the driveway, let alone anything on the street causing a ruckus. A moment had passed when suddenly Nydia heard the sound again, only this time so loudly she scrunched up her face in irritation. Then, at the end of her driveway, she saw the source of the commotion. There rolled a bullock cart pulled by two oxen and steered by a solitary figure. Nydia squinted her eyes in an attempt to see the figure clearer. She noticed that the black ox on the left was barely visible, but the white ox on the right was so malnourished that she could see each and every rib. Then she looked at the figure again, 
They were tall, in some sort of robe, and steering the oxen as if traveling over uneven terrain. As she was trying to make out what was in the cart, the head of the figure turned slowly in her direction. He tilted his head up. Piercing red eyes met Nydia's, and he acknowledged her with a slight head bow. Nydia suddenly felt as if a bucket of ice water crashed over her head. She staggered backward, away from the window. Her heart was racing so fast she could hear it in her ears. She tried to steady her heart rate and breathing by taking slow and steady deep breaths. Crawling back to the window to peer out, Nydia tried to make sense of what she had just seen. But the cart, skeletal oxen, and strange figure had vanished without a trace. This episode of Small Town Shadows is sponsored by Deerling Blends, a delicious, all-organic, sustainable tea brand that gives back to charity with every purchase. It tastes more than feel good. Check out their website to find old favorites and fun new teas. And now back to Nicaragua. Nydia sluggishly climbed out of bed for work, having gotten very little sleep throughout the night. She skipped doing her morning yoga, completely forgot to shower, and walked out the door without grabbing food or waking her mother. Nydia felt disconnected from everyone she interacted with. It was like she was encircled by a black cloud. By the time she got home that evening, she felt disoriented and ached all over. Donna hadn't made dinner that night, nor seemed to get out of bed at all that day. Nydia checked on her and found her sleeping peacefully. She decided to skip dinner as well and just go to bed early in hopes to shake the awful feeling that was plaguing her. Minutes ticked by, turning into hours. Nydia laid awake in her bed, tossing and turning, sweating and shivering all at once. She repeatedly checked her temperature, but it didn't indicate a fever at any point. Finally, a little after midnight, she got up to brew herself some tea. She slowly made her way past her mother's door, peeking inside. Nydia could make out the slow rise and fall of her mother's chest and noticed how peaceful she looked sleeping. She smiled, then continued on to the kitchen. An hour or so later, Nydia laid in bed again, staring up at her ceiling watching the fan slates rotate, round and round and round and round again. Then she heard it, that familiar sound wholly out of place. Nydia bolted upright, goosebumps rising up all over her exposed skin. She slid off her bed and slowly crawled to the window to peek out over the sill. There, in front of her house, sat the bullock cart with its peculiar driver and starving beasts. 
Nydia exhaled, realizing she had been holding her breath. Suddenly, her vision was clouded, her warm breath creating a fog when it hit the ice-cold air. Nydia was now craning her neck, looking up and down the street, having lost sight of the mysterious figure. All of a sudden, a hollow, booming sound echoed around the house. Nydia fell backward, startled. The sound came again. She scrambled back to the window, still not seeing the figure, but taking note that his cart and cattle were still parked in front of her house. A third time, the sound reverberated around the small house, so loudly that the window panes shook. Nydia climbed to her feet and cautiously made her way downstairs. She peered around the edge of the hallway and noticed a figure there in front of the door. It was her mother. Nydia bolted down the stairs to her mother's side, but when she approached, Donna turned her face towards her. She looked different, younger, like how she looked before Nydia was even born. And she was sad. She was shaking her head in a mournful fashion, and she began whispering, Not you, baby, it's not your turn. But she took Nydia's hand all the same and squeezed it tightly. Then, Donna opened the front door and welcomed the cloaked figure. And before Nydia knew what was happening, a skeletal hand, iridescently white like the moon, reached out for her and her mother's hand and led them both to his cart. Do you believe that the angel of death travels around in a bullock cart? Do you believe that if you lay eyes on him before it is your time, he will take your soul anyway? Do you believe in La Carreta Nagua? I'd love to hear what you think. Tell me your thoughts, theories, and experiences in the comment section below. And be sure to subscribe so that you can be properly spooked every Friday night. And on that note, sleep tight, and don't forget to check under your bed for any lurking guests. Thank you.